Hey friendos, welcome to the Saintly Not Salty podcast, a time and space to talk about life through the lens of faith and trying to kick salty Satan to the curb. Pull up a chair, grab your tea. I'm Maria Reza and I'm so blessed you're joining me at this table. So today starts the second day of the Ontario lockdown slash stay at home slash whatever they want to call it. How is everyone feeling? I hope and I pray that you're keeping hopeful this third time around. If you need anything, feel free to reach out, send me an email. I don't think you could DM through the podcast. And I think most of you have my number anyways, but reach out if you need anything. And even in the darkness, there is always something to be thankful for. So let's crack open our gratitude journal and see what's up. Today, I am thankful for homemade pizza. I've started to make my own sauce and controlling your own portions is definitely a game changer here. I can put as many green olives on the pizza as I want. What? Do I hear disdain from the crowd? Whatever. It is my pizza and it's not yours. So I... The whole piece is like pretty much green and it's so good. The second thing that I'm grateful for is the Canadian Vaccine Hunters Twitter account. It pretty much tells you where to get vaccines or what postal codes are open and the age ranges and who has vaccines all over Canada. Yeah, I'm here waiting for mine in a hotspot and that is such a great resource. And yeah, everyone. Sign up for your vaccine if you're able to, if you can pre-register, go and follow this account if you're waiting for one and get your jab, y'all. Let's end this. Uh, The last thing, honestly, is all of you who have been listening to whatever this podcast is, I'm really happy that you're listening. And yeah, it's been a joy to make this. So far, we're on episode four, and I hope you're enjoying it. And with that, we close our journals and say, thank you, Jesus. Let me know what you're thankful for, and you can be on a future Saintly Not Salty episode. You can email me at saintlynotsalty at gmail.com. Now it's time for Maria's Bible study. Today is Tuesday, April 20th. It's 4.20, y'all. <clears throat> and today's first reading is from the Acts of the Apostles, chapter 7, verse 51 to chapter 8, verse 1a. Stephen stood before the council and replied to his accusers, You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you are forever opposing the Holy Spirit, just as your ancestors used to do. Which of the prophets did your ancestors not persecute? They killed those who foretold the coming of the righteous one, and now you have become his betrayers and murderers. You are the ones that received the law as ordained by angels, and yet you have not kept it. When they heard these things, they became enraged and ground their teeth at Stephen. But filled with the Holy Spirit, he gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God. Look, he said, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. But they covered their ears and with a loud shout all rushed together against him. Then they dragged him out of the city and began to stone him. And the witnesses laid their coats at the feet of a young man named Saul. While they were stoning Stephen, he prayed, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. Then he knelt down and cried out in a loud voice, Lord, Do not hold this sin against them. When he had said this, he died, and Saul approved of their killing him. That day, a severe persecution began against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout the countryside of Judea and Samaria. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
So uh, this is a continuation from yesterday's Hey Stephen episode, um, the first reading yesterday. And Stephen goes off after, you know, you had all these people literally lying about what Stephen said. And then he just goes off at the council, goes off at his accusers, calling them all these names and not just them, but their ancestors. So basically dissing their entire family. Right. And then everyone gets pissed and then kills him. And we see Saul here as well. I think this is the first time we hear about Saul, who later becomes St. Paul in this big conversion. But we see here how he was also, you know, wrapped up in all these persecution of Christians. So this is a really wild story. The back and forth about Stephen seeing God and then to his death and then to Paul and then ending off that says, now this started the persecution and everyone's gonna die, basically. Sometimes when we're at church, we just hear these stories over and over again and we don't realize like what's actually happening until, you know, you sit down in prayer or listen to a podcast like this and really take in the action and the acts of the apostles is one of those books of the bible right it is called the acts and it's all about actions and there's a lot that goes on and i would suggest during this time of easter tide that we read what happens to our saints to our apostles or the disciples of jesus after the resurrection because a lot happens there's a lot of beautiful things that happen a lot of conversion of hearts a lot of violence a lot of persecution a lot of healing a lot of trials but even though all the apostles do die they laid the foundation of the church and it's always said that the church is laid on this foundation of the blood of the martyrs. And I think honoring them by listening and praying through the Acts of the Apostles is a way that we can remember what they've done for us. So let's head over to the vulnerability corner. And today I'd like to share that on the back of my missile is the verse from Mark 44, for the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. And when I hear this, I think of a meme where the picture is Jesus breakdancing and it has this quote. And every time I see it, I'm like, am I a bad person for always thinking this? It was probably the first Jesus meme that I saw. And, you know, you never really forget your first. So it makes me always think that, like, is Jesus a good dancer? He probably was, right? He was a perfect person. He'd also probably be, like, the perfect break dancer, you know, like B-Boy JC. So I might be going down a blastless hole. So I'm just going to stop right here. So anyways, praise God. Here at Saintly Not Salty, I would love to lend a helping hand if you have a life or faith question or if you want my opinion on something fun. Today we have a question here from our fun fetty girl Vanessa from Mississauga. Hey V, thank you for your question. She asks, if you could have a dinner party and invite only three people, living or dead, who would they be and why? And what would you make for dinner? Initially, like the troll inside of me would be like, oh, let's invite all my ex-boyfriends, you know, and make it super awkward for them. And I'll just be at the head table, like at the head of the table laughing. But I'm not that mean. To be honest, I can go two routes, right? I can go Jesus, Mary, Joseph, have a little, you know, holy family dinner. I'd probably serve... I don't know, Mediterranean food, food that they were familiar with, and then ask all the questions. Or I could go the other kind of family and probably invite my grandmother who had passed on my dad's side, my grandfather who I've never met like on my dad's side, like my dad's dad, and my aunt who also passed away and just have like a nice little family dinner. And I would serve probably Filipino food and I would also not be vegan for that meal. So yeah, thanks V for the question. 
If you have a question for the pod, you could email me at saintlynotsalty at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Well, that's all I've got for you today. I think this might be a long one. But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Remember not to hide your light underneath a bushel. And we'll see you later. Peace be with you.